Alcova Mortgage is here for good. We are locally owned, value great communication, and are committed to our Covington community. Call Alcova Mortgage Covington at 540-962-7152 or visit alcovahighlands.com to get in touch for your mortgage lending needs. Alcova Mortgage, NMLS ID 40508. NMLSConsumerAccess.org Equal housing lender Terms and conditions apply All loans subject to credit What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show yeah. If you know, you know If you know, you know Brick layers and ball shorts, coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you what know. What up? 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 Do. Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. Appreciate you taking time out today to listen to the latest episode for the show. Appreciate you as always. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave feedback. Apple Podcasts, definitely appreciate everybody. Whether it's one star, five star. Um, if you want to leave a written review, that's welcome because it helps with the algorithm, helps. The podcast get out there. It's a lot of podcasts in this world, so it's a lot of competition. And I'm just a little guy, independent. You know what I mean? That's why I got sponsors. Salute the sponsors. Abra Insurance. Go to Abra Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, life insurance. The great people at Able. Service in the state of Virginia for over 20 years. Holler at the people at Able. Make sure that's a plan that fits your budget. Tell them the ball call sent you. Also, AlcovaHighlands.com. Go to AlcovaHighlands.com. Get in touch with a rep if you need a loan. Definitely check them out. Good people at Alcova Mortgage. Tell them the Ball Hawk sent you. Just reach out to them, man. Good people to help you out, man. Proud sponsors of the Ball Hawk Show also. If you want to be a proud sponsor of the Ball Hawk Show, hit me up on my email, theballhawk9, the number nine, at gmail.com. The easiest way to Email me or just remember my website, AhmadHawkins.com. Go to the bottom to the contact us uh, option and type in your, you know, what you want to say to me is email right directly to me. So that's the best way because sometimes people forget email addresses. So AhmadHawkins.com is the easiest way to contact me directly. Um, And that's with anything, any feedback from the podcast, any questions you have about the game, or upcoming topics you want me to discuss on an episode, that's the easiest way. Shout out to my dog, Derek, who um, is a frequent communicator through that option, man. I definitely appreciate you. So we're going to tap into episode 1001. This is 1001 for the Ball Hawk Show podcast. Uh, the Virginia Cavaliers lost another road game. Um, they are 0-3 now on the road. They lost to Duke by what we call dubs. If we was playing Madden, you would have to pass the sticks. We lost by 21 points to Duke. And um, I made the comment for the Red Diamond Coffee and Tea uh, pre little keys to the game video that I do on for Twitter and all other social media platforms that I told you guys, this isn't the same Duke. And I think a lot of times we get 
And I know I, I do the same thing. I ain't going to lie. You know, preseason, when you're looking at the roster, you look at the team and your the history of the team has you trying to uh, predict if it's going to be a win or a loss. And Duke was, they lived up to their record, man. They lived up to the teams that they defeated. They lived up to the numbers that, the tales of the tape that I did in the preview as far as uh, their rushing offense and their total offense. I mean, this was an offense that was gaining 450 yards, 500 yards of total offense, you know, on, on numerous occasions. And they are very methodical and they believe in what they do. And in the show versus the Cavaliers. So we'll break down uh, what went down. Um, I'm going to try to make sure Petty Hawk doesn't come out too much, but he wants to dominate this episode because he want to have a come to Petty Hawk moment, as he says, not a come to Jesus moment. But we got to set the set the mood right. Ball Hawk going to take control. It's going to be DJ Ball Hawk for these first couple of selections because Petty Hawk had a lot of like real ignorant music. I ain't in the mood for that right now because, I you know, I'm a glass half full type guy. Petty Hawk not. Petty Hawk like the uh, what the young boys say, keep it real. And sometimes that's real dangerous. So we're going to set the mood right. Hey, look, man, it's Sunday. I'm recording and releasing this on a Sunday. So we can't hide the knucklehead music on a Sunday. So we're going we're gonna to vibe a little bit. I got a little shot in on deck. Let's go. I get, we're going to be mellow for a little while. You may not like this. You, you might fast forward through this. You're more than welcome. But uh, this is how I stay sane, man. I don't want to be too violent. So we're going to vibe out for a little while to some Sade. Just two tracks. Not the whole track. But Enjoy. You rule in the way that I move And I breathe your air You only can rescue me This is my friend If you Sade, you feel me? That's just first verse. We're gonna we're gonna tap into this next one, man. Just make sure y'all mind right before we get into this, cause it's, this it's gonna be a little painful podcast right here. So why not soothe the soothe the heart and the mind for a little while before we get to this rough recap? Let's go.
sorry, ball hog. Give me my give me my ox cord back. What are you doing? Okay, this is a recap. People don't want to hear no no get in the mood and be all mellow for this recap. We just thought it was about twenty one points. You playing some shot A. Give me my ox cord back. Let Petty Hawk DJ Petty Hawk is back. People, what, who y'all been looking for? I know y'all ain't looking for that food. That food ball hog soft with a capital T. And three of them after the F. Three T's. Capital Saw. He plants them damn. Sade. Sade. Oh, mellow, chill. Uh, I'm, I'm grown. I evolved. I'm not valid anymore, ball hug. Mm, I'm retired now. I can't be mean anymore. Well, you know what? I'm going to be mean because I'm petty, Hawking. I am petty. You know what, people? This is what y'all been waiting for. Forget all this mellow stuff. Let's get to this hardcore. Play play some stuff that people people know you get their mind right. We just went through a storm. We went to Duke and it was raining and we lost. So that means I got to play a lot of music with rain in it. Because that's what Petty Hawk do. Play some Mob D. You hear it? You hear the water? You playing some shot A. I edited the cuss words too, Ball Hawk, okay? You're not going to get flagged. See? Ain't no cursing. We we edited it out. Playing some shot A. Let's go, people. Petty, DJ Petty Hawk got the ox cord now. Let's go. Let's turn up. We got to turn up for this recap. We got to get angry. Let's go. Come on. Turn your speakers up. I don't know what he was doing. Huh. I put my like sign in between the paper's lines. I'm the quiet storm who fight rhyme. P, yeah, you heard of him, but I ain't concerned with them. I'll pop more guns than you holding them. Make my ball hawk, you see how angry? You see how angry he is? I put my life in this, huh? Then been through it all, then seen it all. Oh, let's play some shade. Petty Hawk, let's mellow the fans out because they're elevated. We want them to use their upstairs or downstairs brains. I don't know the brain states like you, Ball Hawk, so I ain't going to say which one it is because I don't want them to be wrong. I know they got their barking dog out, not the wise owl, so what? But we're going to keep playing the music that make them angry. Here we go. Sun's out and scold your men on low 10 in broad daylight. Get right, get life. Hop on my 98 dirt. Come on, Petty Hawk, you can't do that, man. Come on, man. Play some mellow. Play this right here. This will get the people going. Look, they like this. Don't y'all like this? Oh, no, no. I can't forget it. I don't love you no more. Come on, man. Keep the, come on. Yo, Petty Hawk. No, you're not getting the ox cord back, man. This is me right here. This ain't going up on YouTube. They can flag this music all they want to. I'm playing music. I got to get my mind right. I keep forgetting when I'm in love. Uh-huh. Come on, man. Come on, Petty Hawk. I keep how can you not like this? The same again. I keep forgetting. How you made that so clear. Come on, man. I keep forgetting. Let's go, Michael. Every time I see your smile. Hey, Ballhawk, we not doing this, bro. What the hell are you doing? So Michael McDonald? Again? I let you get away with, with the G-Funk era with Warren G and, you know, hit the east side of the LBC. What are you doing? You know what? Let's get back to the knucklehead stuff. Come on. And it's your favorite artist. This is Tupac. Come on, man. You took the ox cord. I'm taking it back. He play, You played your songs. I'm playing my songs. Come on. No, we're not doing that. You out of here, Patty Hawk. You're fired. You can't fire me. I'm part of you, punk. What? I got one more song I want to play. 
What you mean you got one more song? I got one more song. You do know our voices sound alike now, Petty Hawk. I don't let you use the auto-tune anymore. I don't care. They, they can tell the difference between me and you because I'm aggressive, okay? I gets to it. I gets to the S, you know what, okay? Like the young boys, I gets to the sh- <laughs> okay? You too nice. You get little sponsors, and now you want to be all nice talking about don't mess our money up. Man, whatever. I got one last song I want to play because this is what I feel like when I be watching in games, okay? Real radio do. Oh, That's how I felt last night watching the game. I couldn't believe it. And then I, I can't sleep. sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls closing in, getting bigger. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating and blood starts. I see blue devils all in my windows and beat me by 21 points on their home field and stuff. We wearing all white and they just keep beating us. They keep beating us. They keep beating us. They kept beating us. They kept beating us. They kept beating us. Yo, Petty Hawk, chill out, bruh. What are you doing? Matter of fact, no more music for you. Nope. Mm-mm. Cutting it off. We getting right into it. I apologize for Petty Hawk and his little rant. He claimed it's the Petty Hawk episode. He, no. No, 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 nope. We're gonna be cordial. Ballhawk, you gotta you gotta let me have this episode, bro. Nobody wants to tune in to your to your orange and blue reasoning. They want the real. They want what the they want Twitter energy. They want petty hawk. We want petty. We want petty. That's what they they chanting. Can't you hear them? Listen, man, I can't hear. Nothing. We recording in the studio. Shut up, boy. Use your imagination. They yelling for me. Petty Hawk. They got Petty Hawk shirts. People bought Petty Hawk shirts. They didn't buy Ball Hawk shirts. They bought Petty Hawk. They want to see Petty Hawk. They like me. They don't really like you. They only like you because of me. Because they know I reside within you. We got beat by 21. You really going to you going to try to you going to try to recap a 21 bludgeon? You? Mr. Nice Guy, Mr. Oh, I love my Wahoos. They did a lot for me. Oh, I ain't still see the positives in all this negative. I ain't see positive. No, they won't. They won't real. I'm going to give them real. So, every, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is Petty Hawk today. Okay. I am the analyst. Ball Hawk is off. He off there in the corner. He got to shut what we call up all day. This is a Petty Hawk edition of the recap. What we're going to do is. What? What'd you just say? We got to go through the stats. A compromise? Dog, if I'm going to let you have this episode, you got to at least let me break down the stats. Can you do that for me? I'll let you have the analysis. Let me do the stats. Hey, man, I might want to hit. What's the only stats you need to know is 38-17. We lost. <laughs> That's the stat. But people really want to hear the differentials of stats. Okay, I'm going to give them the differentials. You got the difference? Yeah. The difference is they beat us by 21 points. Any more stats, Ballhawk? Hey, man. Can you at least, like, you know, give them, like, individual stats and team, like, yards and stuff like that? Okay, I could do that for you. All right, Ballhawk wanted to go with team stats. Let's go to team stats. Team stats is this. Duke had more first downs than UVA. Duke had more rushing yards than UVA. UVA had more passing yards than Duke. Duke had more total yards than UVA. Duke had more plays ran than UVA. Duke had less penalties than UVA. Duke had less turnovers than UVA. Is that good enough for you, Ballhawk? No, no. Watch this. Duke had 26 
first downs to UVA's 19 first downs. Duke had 248 yards rushing. That's a lot of damn rushing yards, ball hog. You just told me last week that the rushing defense was good. 248 ain't good. Petty Hawk, you can't say that out loud, bro. You said it on the mic. Well, edit it then. You know I don't edit. Well, that's your fault. UVA had 93 yards rushing. Duke had 48 rush attempts to UVA's 25. Duke averaged 5.2 yards a carry. That's a lot of damn yards a carry, ball hawk, for 48 rushes. 5.2 yards. Good God. Kid, they sniff a ball carry before five yards. Yo, Petty Hawk, we are taping. You got to stop talking like that. Man, would you shut up and hurry up so I can do the Petty Hawk analysis. You are running into my time. They're here to see me. <sighs> passing yards, UVA had 202 passing yards on 37 attempts. 37 attempts? He had 202 yards? Is that Brendan still playing on the team? Right? Yes, you know that's Brendan. What the heck? 37 passes for two. He looked like Josh Allen the other week. Throwing the ball 63 times just for 400 yards. Keep going, ball hawk. Thank you. Duke threw for 129 yards. Duke averaged 5.4 yards per attempt, 7.2 yards per completion. UVA averaged 5.5 yards per attempt and 10.6 yards per completion. Both teams had one pass. Whoa, Brennan had a passing touchdown? Yo, Petty Hawk. Stop interrupting me, bro. Okay? Okay, okay, my bad. <sighs> time of possession. Duke won time of possession. They know that. Bro, I still got to tell the difference. Duke had the ball 36 minutes and 30 seconds. UVA had the ball 23 minutes and 30 seconds. 13-minute difference on the dot? Oh, my gosh. They were playing keep away? Shut up. Third down conversions. UVA was actually better. They were 8 of 14 this game. That's over 50%. Yo, yo, Petty Hall, really? You going to use the... Why'd you hit that? I mean, it's good, right? Can I clap it up for them? But you being petty. So what? All right. Individual defensive stats. Jonas Aker had... 11 tackles. That boy good. Yeah, Jonas is good. Nick Jackson had 10 tackles. Wait a minute. Wait, didn't Nick miss the whole first half? Yeah, it, you know, for the targeting. And he had 10 tackles? Yeah, 10 tackles in one half like he did last week versus Syracuse. They had 10 tackles in one half. God dang. No, no, that was three quarters, actually, versus Syracuse. God dang, still. All right, let me keep going. James Jackson had nine tackles and a half a tackle for a loss and a quarterback hurry. Anthony Johnson had eight tackles. It's Gucci. Yeah, that's our boy Gucci. Eight tackles, three tackles for a loss. Dang, he had three tackles for a loss. Yeah, he had three tackles for a loss and a pass breakup. Lex Long had seven tackles. That says Langston, ball hawk. I know I call him Lex. That's what he goes by. Okay, Lex Long has seven tackles. Darius Bratton, six tackles. Uh, Josh Ahern, six tackles, a half a tackle for a loss. Uh, OA had five tackles. 
Aaron Famui had five tackles, a half a sack, and a tackle and a half tackle for a loss. Hey, man, can we talk about how angry Aaron Famui play on the field? No, bruh, chill out. You know he knew, you know, like jujitsu. All he got to do is grab you. Chill out now. All right. Chico Bennett had four tackles. Yeah, we like Chico. Yeah. Chico had four tackles. Uh, Jalen Baker, who got the start, had four tackles, a half a tackle for a loss. Uh, Fentrell got sick, so he didn't play. Antonio Clary. Oh, Antonio was back. Yeah, Antonio was back. He had four tackles, a half a tackle for a loss. Uh, Akira had three tackles. Smiley, three tackles. Half a sack. Half a tackle for a loss. Sam Brady, two tackles. Chase had two tackles. Hunter Stewart had two tackles. Jameer Carter, two tackles. Paris had a tackle. Horton, tackle. Gaffney, tackle. Carpenter, tackle. So there we go. All right. Can I do the offense right quick? Hurry up and do the offense so I can get to the breakdown. And we got to make sure we say when it's time stamped so you can put it in the description. Because people are going to skip over you being nice. They want to get to the nitty gritty. They're going to want to get to me. So make sure also in 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 the in the heading you say Petty Hawk Analysis or Petty Hawk Edition. Okay? Make sure you put my name in the title. Let them know I'm a part of it. We're going to run the numbers up when I'm a part of it. Okay, bro, you going to let me do my job? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Paris Jones had 41 yards on just eight carries. Brennan had 23 yards on eight carries. Hollins, 14 yards on three carries. Keaton, 10 yards on one carry. And Xavier Brown, five yards on five carries. (laughs) Conversely, Coleman for Duke had 97 yards on 19 carries. Uh, Moore had 67 yards on three carries. And the touchdown, Riley Leonard, their quarterback, 59 yards on nine carries. Uh, Waters had 33 yards. Why are you reading their stats? Read ours, okay? We don't care what they did. They beat us. Get a fan base what we did. Why do you always want to say, oh, I'm going to do both. I'm going to be a great analyst, and I'm going to do both. Let me give you what everybody did. No, we want to hear what UVA did. We don't care about Duke. They beat us. They're the enemy. They're the ops. Just give us... UVA stats only, sir. <sighs> All right. Brennan was 19 of 37, 202 yards, one touchdown. He was sacked one time and then the interception at the end of the game, bouncing off um, his own receiver's bread basket. Keaton Thompson was targeted 11 times, had six tackles for 61 yards. Dontavian Wicks targeted eight times, had four tackles for 51 yards. Grant Mish had three catches on three targets, 19 yards. Paris Jones targeted three times, had two catches for 20 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Billy Kemp, welcome back. Billy, he got hurt. I know he got hurt, but he welcome back. Yeah, he got hit like in the heel or something. He came back for one play. We missed Billy. Can I finish? Yeah, go ahead, finish. Uh, He was targeted three times, two catches for eight yards. Lavelle Davis. Targeted four times, one catch for 34. Four times? That's all the Arab there was targeted was four times? That man's 6'12". Why are we throwing him 
Why are you using coaches? You sound like you're trying to talk like Coach Walsh today, Petty. Christ, I can talk like him if you want. <laughs> Come on. We got to throw to Lavelle Davis more. He's taller than everybody. Throw it more than four times. Yo, Petty Hawk, you can't be using Coach Walsh's voice. Christ, let me have some fun. No. All right, man, hurry up. Sackett Wood, three targets. One catch. So you mean to tell me we could throw the sack of wood one less tie to the, the – yo, we're not going to do the, the division, okay? We're going to stay together. Don't be pointing at one dude and looking at the next dude, Petty Hawk. We don't do that. Man, would you shut up and hurry up? I'm trying to talk. You are talking. No, I'm talking about I want my segment. You're taking too long. And Demek had a target. That's it for the stats. So, Petty Hawk, you want to start off with the defense or the offense? I'm going right to the offense, Jack. So, at the timestamp 25-45, Petty Hawk's offensive breakdown starts right now. Here we go. Ain't no ball hawk. This Petty Hawk. So, since this Petty Hawk, I need some background music for when I'm talking. Okay? I'm going to use this instrumental right here. Yeah, we're going to use this instrumental. Here we go. So, this what happened, y'all. Why are you quiet? You going to say something, Petty? I was trying to think of something to say without being me or what happened on offense. Who are we on offense? Like, who are we? Like, what, what, is, what, is, what, is, what, is, what is our identity? Like, that's the thing. When you, when you want to be offense, you got something that is you. Like, Duke, they know they just want to play control football. Like, what is UVA football, ball hawk? What you mean? What you mean what I mean? What is UVA football? I mean, when I was in school, we ran the football. The run game set up the pass game. And when Bronco was here, it was the air raid. The passing game set up the run game. You knew you was going to throw the football a lot. So what is this team? That's a good question. But go ahead with your analysis. So here's the thing. And this is Petty Hawk talking. This is the Petty Hawk breakdown in offense. What we need to do is something that we ain't done yet consistently. I do think we, you know what? You know what? Hold on. Before, before I keep going, how you cut this off, ball? Hit this button right here. That's how you cut it off. Hey, yeah, matter of fact, Petty Hawk, we got Coach Elliott. We'll let Coach Elliott's post game, and it's like we're we, we going to let probably like six minutes play. Let's see what Coach Elliott had to say. Can't you want to do that? Because it seemed like you don't know what to say, Patty Hogg. You had all this energy. You really don't know what to say. Yeah, man, go ahead and let Coach talk. And then I'm going to build off what Coach said. All right, so here's Coach Elliott post-game press conference. Coach, is to have your team play complimentary football. Can you come close to that? you feel like this year? No, not, not this year. And, and that was the challenge to, uh, to the team was that our best players got to play their best four quarters. And this is the game where we all got to come together. Um, you know, talked about the, uh, the analogy of the triple braided cord, you know, kind of outlined it for him that one can be overpowered, two can defend themselves, but a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Um, and tonight what you saw is uh, I felt like, you know, offense was starting to find a little bit of a rhythm. You know, Brennan, you know, looked like Brennan, uh, but we just didn't play complimentary football. You know, we, we, we had the, the situation, and, and I got to do a better job, you know, credit to Duke. Uh, but we got to coach better. I got to do a better job preparing them, and, uh, and the kids got to play better. Uh, but that opening, you know, situation or drive, you know, we, we flipped the field. 
we can't, we we punt the ball inside the third uh, to thirteen yard line. Been challenging the defense all week. Hey, we this is an area we got to get better. Is situational football in particular backed up? We've had several backed up drives that we let them out. It's raining, right? You're playing field position. You know, we let them out, and then we have three penalties, three huge you know penalties on that drive to to give away points. You know, and and so we gave it to Duke, and and of course they're going to capitalize on that momentum. And then you know we got a big return, and that's potentially you know one to the house. And that's what we've told the kickoff return team, man. We're one block away, we're one person away, and man, we fumble the ball, you know, on our own. Now, now, in credit to Demeke, he's trying to make a play for us, but man, then we turn the ball over uh, right there. So we're just we're not playing smart football, we're not playing complementary football, uh, and and we're struggling when when the bullets start flying to to just you know come together as a team, hunker down, battle for each other, and uh, uh, just really disappointed uh, in the in the penalties. You know, and, and, and again, those are big penalties. You know, those those are big ones, and they're they're not necessary. And if you saw me on the sideline, I was I was irate, you know, because it, we're struggling as a football team to try and win after the snap. You know, win the trash talking contest, win the face to face and the pushing. You know, we need to focus on during the play, doing your job with great fundamentals, great effort, great technique, and then get your eyes to the sidelines so we can process the next call coming in so that we can play fast and, and just really, really disappointed uh, in, the, uh, in those penalties uh, that, we, uh, that we had. They cost us you know, in some situations, and then that creates momentum for the other team. And then now you're reeling, and it's hard to play complementary football where you know, defense finds a way to get you know, a stop, Right? Don't give up a touchdown. Offense goes and scores the next drive. Now you're potentially up seven to nothing, and then there goes the momentum. Uh, and that's where we got to get better as a football team and just, you know, understanding situational football and, and, and just, you know, get away from, from, from playing, you know. And, and I love KT, and I told KT at the end of the game, like, we're in a two-minute drill, but the clock don't stop until, you know, you get out of bounds inside of two minutes and we're dancing to get extra yards, and now we got a second and one. We give up clock. So just a lot of things that i got to, you know, help these guys to, to, to grow their knowledge, uh, their knowledge about. How do you address the penalty, what's the tone the yeah, I mean, it's and like I told the coaches, I told the coaches that hey, if if if, if I continue to see it, I'm just not going to play guys, you know. And, and it seems like there's 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 the same culprits that are that are coming out, and if they don't get it corrected, and they're not going to have much longer, then I'm going to start making decisions, and I'm not going to play guys. And 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 what I don't want to happen, and man, there's there's a bunch of good young men in our, in our locker room. Now there's a lot that they have to learn about you know how to be a team. Uh, how to win as a team, you know, how to play disciplined football. Uh, and I want them to do it, but if we continue to have these problems, then, then ultimately I'm going to have to make decisions because the one thing I'm not going to sacrifice is, is the core values of this, of this program. And it's embarrassing uh, because, you know what, as soon as I got here, I cut out the fighting in practice. Uh, most, most programs allow you to fight. I don't let the guys fight in practice because I don't need to waste time. You can't do it in the game. We need to focus on fighting, you know, during the six, seven uh, seconds of the, uh, of the play. Uh, and, again, you got some bad habits that you got. And, and football is a, is a game of emotion. I get that. But it's controlled aggression. you got to be under control. you gotta, you got to stay locked in. Uh, and just don't be selfish enough to say, you know what, it's about me in this moment that I'm going to push a guy after the snap or I want to talk a little bit more trash to where you get, you know, some type of penalty that costs your, cost your team. Given, given the uh, slow start last week at Syracuse, was there any temptation to go for it on that fourth and three, I think, inside the 40 on uh, that first reaction? You know, uh, 
there, there wasn't uh, just uh, the the conditions, the situation. You know, I felt like I felt like offense was was playing better than we were at Syracuse. Um, now we got to do a better job with the batted balls, and we'll correct that. And, and and again, guys just playing all the way through the whistle. You know, not not relaxing. Uh, once guys understanding that once guys can't get a pass rush, all they're going to do is try and jump into throwing throwing windows. But no, uh, was playing. You know, just just playing straight up, trying not to be overly aggressive, um, and put us in a in a deeper hole. <laughs> I don't know if you got one. Please let me know, because I, I swear it's almost like these guys got to get behind before they get started. And 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 you know, and I challenged the guys uh, when we came, you know, when we came in at half, because there were a couple things that I saw uh, at the beginning, you know, of the game that that just kind of let me know, like, all right. Uh, I see a little bit of, you know, we've had a little bit of success even though we didn't win. You know, guys played decent. We made a comeback that, that we that we weren't going to start the way that we wanted to start and then knowing that Nick Jackson was going to be out. But those aren't excuses. Those are things that, you know, we got to own, be honest about, and uh, and try to correct. How much is that? Go ahead. How much is not having Nick Jackson in that first half impacted? You know, I, I'm – I don't think it was 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 as significant as uh, as you could say after you lose a game. Uh, I think that just the the penalties because if we don't have those penalties, right, then we can create some momentum. And uh, he was doing a great job of trying to you know coach the guys up on the sideline. Uh, but you know to to me in the first half it was more just you know the penalties um, and then you know offense not you know not finishing drives and and helping to flip the uh, flip the momentum and then we had the special teams uh, turnover and the block punt. I mean that's two times and one of our you know the frustrating thing is one of our our, our keys to victory or in our plan to win is to be special on special teams and right now we're hit or miss you know some games we'll 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 do our job on special teams and some games we won't it goes back to that first question of of guys just truly understanding to play complimentary football every play matters there's no giveaway plays you know especially when you're when you're competing at the level we're competing when the margin for error is uh, really really small You know, I, I didn't bring it up until in the locker room after the game. We didn't mention it one time. Um, and, and my approach is it doesn't matter who you're playing. And that's what I got to get these young men to, to fully buy into is and, and the same thing with the conditions. You know, if you're going to play to conditions, you're going to play to a location, you're going to play to a time of day, you're going to play to the uniform that you wear. When you start using all those things to, to justify your motivation, then your motivation is going to be inconsistent. And uh, and I just just sense that, you know, the guys, man, I thought they had a great week, man. You think about all that they had to go through over the last 24 hours uh, with the change in plans to travel with the power going out man they they handled that like with a ton of maturity and I told them before the game I was really really proud of how how they handled that and uh, I just was anticipating that they were going to come out we had a we had a nice you know quiet calmness and confidence about us at our pregame meal you know those are the things that I look for and that's that's what I'm trying to get these guys to understand man it's little things that I'm looking for to give me confirmation that the culture is taking root you know I snatched uh, uh, I snatched Antonio out of the game because it's a it's a third I think it's a third and goal down on the three yard line or the two yard line right they're going with tempo I got him and I got 26 jogging over there to get lined up they're not even ready when the ball snap man it's just those little things right 
right? And and until we correct those, then then we really that means we haven't decided, right? And that's a big thing that I talk about with this team is, you know, before you can expect right to be to to be victorious and to win you got to decide and those are the decisions that we aren't making consistently enough right we'll make them one play and then we won't make them the next play which lead to right those plays in the game that tip the game one way or another well, i didn't know the story when did the power go out oh it was it was last night uh, about uh, about eight o'clock but you and but you know what we made, we made the most all right that was head coach tony elliott's uh press conference he said a lot a lot that we could unpack a lot um, first of all, this ball hawk talking, man, because Petty Hawk, I, I, you can't be petty after hearing that Petty Hawk, okay, because you got to stay over there. I'll let you come back soon. But um, this game was, it was a bad game, no sugarcoating it, and he took a lot of accountability. Uh, that's what you want out of your head coach. Um, I think the one thing that we don't want to lose sight is that this is his first year being a head coach, and it's going to be some peaks and valleys. Um I think what what's causing the biggest concern is that the the phase of the football everybody felt was going to be the strength is not the strength right now. Coming to the season, everybody thought the offense would be like it was last year, and everybody was just looking for the defense to improve a little. Well, the defense has improved a lot, and the offense has regressed in most cases a lot as far as throwing the football. Running the football, they progress a lot because they invested in running the football. But what's being asked of them, like with Brennan, I I haven't played quarterback, so I can only imagine going from a wide-open system to a very structured system. And I use the analogy of a, of a like, street basketball um converging over to organized basketball, how that can be difficult for a player. You know, I talked about like the great one-on-one player now playing in like a block removal offense where it takes space and time and, and movement versus just dribble, 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 hezzy, pull up, you know, that type of, that type of vibe. And I didn't want to put Brendan in that box, but we all can agree that when you have major success doing something in a certain manner or certain style it's hard for you to try something new when your success rate with the other style has been godly in the sense individually it was godly what he was doing like computer numbers fantasy numbers parlay numbers like brendan was doing godly stuff and now it's pedestrian at best because it's asking him to allow the moving parts to be just as explosive so nobody can just key on you. And with somebody taking a step back of being, and I, and the only way I could create analogies that people could better see is like through basketball. Cause it's like, when you tell that, that star player who scores a lot of points, it's like, yo, defer and, and get other people involved. And then that star player starts to allow other people to get involved. And the end result, isn't positive. It's like, well, what am I doing this for? And everybody's fighting this war amongst themselves mentally, physically. Like Brendan's new self is fighting for the old self. And the receivers, their last year's productions is fighting to get that production in this year's scheme. Then you got Coach Kitchens and, and Coach uh, Elliott 
understanding that, damn, we had this quarterback who was amazing last year and we're trying to refine him to help him be that much better when it comes to the next level, teach him principles that he's going to need on the next level. But at the same time, we're not winning. So it's like, do I sacrifice what can help, what I feel like can help this young man in the long run for this instant gratification right now? Because if this isn't your system and you're implementing a system that isn't as fluid to adapt to what that player's skill set brings to the table, do you sacrifice that because that's only going to fit him? Because the guys that follow, they may fall in line with what your system asks for, if that makes sense to y'all. So it's just one of the things that they had a crossroads right now. We five games in, two and three. Last year was three and two by the grace of a boink off a, you know, field goal goalpost. So last year's team and this year's team is a flip. The offense is struggling, but the defense is playing well. Last year, the offense was playing well, and the defense was struggling. Last year, it took a doink off a upright for us to be three and two versus two and three like we are now. So the kicking game makes made a difference this year like it did last year because we missed field goals versus Syracuse. We put those field goals, those just one of them, we win the game. And then... Last year, you know, opponent missed a makeable field goal. Uh, but what do you want to say, Petty Hawk? Okay, so Petty Hawk got some. So here's look. Here's why I want to say because Ball Hawk being nice to y'all. This is why I want to say to everybody out there. A lot of y'all don't know what patience means. You really don't. And I get it. 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 Okay. 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 We got a lot of expectations. You see all these Ferraris and all these foreign cars on the outside, and you want to go to Audubon. You know, be re- hold on, Petty Hawk. You can't go in like that, bro. You got to ease into. It. I ain't easing into nothing. That's our issue. We want to ease into stuff. No, you want to go full speed through the wall, bow, run through the wall, hundred miles an hour. Well, I want to ease into it. I ain't gonna hit. I ain't gonna get through the wall if I ease into the wall. I gotta go full speed for the first step to get through the wall. So I'm gonna get through this damn wall. Let me finish. Ball hawk, okay. Now, this is man first year. Calm down, sit down, hold on, okay. Come on, people. Like I get it, but they say it's a marathon, not a sprint. Ball hawk put out that little tweet yesterday. It's a marathon, not a sprint. You gotta keep all that soft stuff that he do. This is what I would have said, man. Listen, you better punk step up to get beat down. You keep stepping up, they're gonna beat you down if you a punk. Stand up. And fight. They hit back. Okay. This look, like Coach said, stop looking at the names. Who are you like 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 who are you to look at somebody's name and think you just gonna be down? Okay. This ain't <laughs> this ain't the same dude. Ball hawk, did Duke beat you? Yeah, they beat us. They didn't count my touchdown that year ninety nine. I was in, they said I was out. Hold on, you lost to Duke in football? Yes, I lost to Duke in nineteen ninety nine. My foot was in bounds. They said I was out. The near end zone in the corner by the hill. You lost to Duke in football, Boha? All this talking and you lost you lost to Duke? Oh, you ain't no better than these dudes. Let me have the mic. You lost Duke. You can't talk no more. You lost to Duke in football? In football? You? <laughs> yeah, you can't have this mic. I get the mic the rest of the time. Ball Hawk, you can't talk no more. Petty Hawk, this is the pet. 
You lost the Duke really in football ball? Yes, I lost the Duke. Why the hell are you even talking? How can you even break down the game? You lost to them too. Boy, would you go? Can't believe that. This whole time, I never knew. How did that feel to lose a Duke? Hmm? I'm interviewing you now, Ball. How did it feel to lose a Duke? Did you cry? Huh? Answer me. Oh, now you don't want to say nothing. All this talking you do, now you don't want to say nothing. You lost to Duke. Basketball school. And football. So no wonder you being all nice. Be a hypocrite sometimes, okay? We call for you to be a hypocrite. You don't got to be honest all the time. You got the microphone. This is your show. Now, people, all you people out there that be using your thumbs to be, to be malicious and mean, let me tell y'all something. I'm going to come to y'all jobs and tell y'all to get fired within your first couple months on the job. Okay, I ain't going to let you grow into your, no, 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 Petty Hawk, we not doing this. Y'all just ignore Petty Hawk, Ball Hawk going to take over the rest because he, he, he getting dangerous right now. So here's the thing, man. Yesterday was the first time I really saw our defense get, I felt like they got pushed around. I felt like the offensive line from Duke did a good job of firing off the football, um, get a hat on the hat and allowing their backs to hit the hole. And always play in front of the sticks. And like on first down, it was getting six and seven yards at a time, making everything second and third down being manageable. So I felt like that helped, in a sense, allow the entire playbook to be open. We understood that Duke wanted to run the football more than they wanted to pass the football. I felt like we should have should have met that energy. Hindsight is twenty twenty, but period. If the ball is wet, it's heavy, we can run the football. I felt like we would have been just as successful running the football as Duke was running the football against our defense because you're going to the body. So you can set up those shots on the outside. Uh, I feel like if we truly invest in complimentary football and we establish a line of scrimmage by running the football, and I did like, you know, getting uh, Billy Kemp involved early. I really did like that. But I felt like, you know, sometimes we do get caught up in the toys we have on the outside and, and we just can't ignore the urge. Ignore the urge to want to throw it because we got Brennan and we got the back. Sometimes I feel like we could just use our running backs. I really do. Because anytime we utilize our running backs as the table, as, as so anytime we use the running game to set the table, we are successful on offense. Look at every drive, every scoring drive we've had. When we set the table running the football first, it, it's easy versus coming out throwing. When the focus is running that inside zone, getting up the field, hat on the hat, it's that mindset, that mindset. Because if you're going to run the football, now you're going to force one-on-one coverage. Duke was in the four-two-five. I felt like we really could have ran at them. They're not really big up front. I felt like we really and and getting down early doesn't doesn't help because you feel like you got to get you got to get it right back. And I think Coach talked about it as well. Um, he did hit on an important point. If you're playing field position and you flip the field, the defense, they got to do their part and get off the field. This was the first time in which early in the game the defense was when they were usually stepping up and getting those stops. Like the last two road games when the offense didn't do anything the first couple of series, defense was creating turnovers. You know what I'm saying? So 
this time, little penalties, timely penalties. And I like what Coach said. We got to stop trying to win after the whistle. A lot of people may think he's soft by not allowing fights during practice. But when he breaks down his philosophy of not allowing fights, it makes sense. If you play the way you practice and it's a lot of fights in practice and you allow those consistent fights, yeah, you may think, yeah, that's going to make my team tough. But if you play the way you practice and you're always fighting that practice, guess what you'll probably start doing in the game when things get tough? You'll probably fight. So if I'm telling you, yeah, you could talk trash, but talk trash in between the whistle. Yeah, I don't even mind that you are talking trash if you could do both, if you could function. If you're talking trash and you're not getting the signal on the sideline or you're not getting lined up, then that's an issue. If you're making it about me and then you get a flag, that's an issue. And people always say penalties, we undisciplined, we undisciplined. Sometimes the damn players got to shape up or they get shipped out. And then when you pull a player, ship them out, people are like, well, why ain't playing so-and-so? Sometimes, like, it's a, it's a happy medium. But as a player, you got to know, man. You really got to know. Like, sometimes you got to shut up. If you're getting your butt whooped on the, on, on, on the scoreboard, they're going to say something to you, bro. You, you, guess what? In football, you got another opportunity. They could talk, but you got another opportunity to shut them up. You got a, you got, you got a legal right to assault them in between the whistles within the confines of the game. So if he talking trash to you, guess what? He got to line up right in front of you. What's the use of continuing to talk? Yeah, I would talk to, I love when receivers talk to me because as a DB, majority of the time, DBs, we ain't go to the damn huddle. We stayed on the perimeter. So I could talk trash to you. I, I I could get the call and be like, yeah, you soft, you soft. And the receiver standing there talking to me, and I could keep talking to you saying you soft, and I'm looking at the sideline. My coach ain't care if I kept talking to that receiver. You know why? Because I'm actually still getting my read, still getting my play. Understand why I'm supposed to line up, why this receiver ain't even in the huddle. I'm, do, I'm actually doing everybody a service. He getting chewed out. But if you out here getting personal fouls and and – and doing crazy stuff, bro. I don't always put that on a on a coach. Sooner or later, the the player gotta understand importance of doing their job. Now, if a coach can seem to lead them in, then that's on him. But sometimes coaches like to see if somebody can grow. They give them opportunities. Because in, it seems like in this day and age, if you put a player in the dollhouse super quick. People catch feelings on that. You know, it's like a damn if you do, damn if you don't. It really is. And I ain't really breaking down no X and O's this game because we lost by 21 points. Everything y'all say is right at the end of the day. I ain't going to be up here trying to tell you what we did on play 37 and play 40 and play 60. When we lost by 21 points, it was raining. We made sure we knew it was raining because we played like it was raining. We lost power in the hotel. It looked like we made everybody know that, oh, whoa, it's me. We lost power in the hotel. Because that's what it seemed like. In a loss, you can, you can fill in excuse here when you lose. That's what everybody wants you to do. They want you to, any response you have to a loss, people say is an excuse. That's why in this podcast, I'm really like, don't want to say, I ain't even want to do a recap. What can you say when you lose by 21, bro? Like, what can I really break down that people ain't going to say, unless I'm piling on and I'm going at Tony Elliott, everybody going to think it's an excuse. Oh, I'm caping. Oh, I'm protecting. 
I went through that last year with the defense just trying to break down X and the O's. Like, okay, you may think the defense and that DB was bad, but this is what caused this to happen. It's a chain reaction moving part. Oh, whatever, bro. You're just making excuses. So I'm going to do y'all a favor. I ain't going to say nothing. Just sit here and say, you right. All you people on Twitter, you right. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I ain't going to fire Tony Elliott after no five damn games. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. No. I ain't benching Brendan Armstrong. We ain't doing that. No. This kid and gave you all he could and, and chose to come back to this great university and y'all pumping him up and y'all got the nerve to be saying bench him now. You got some damn nerve. Really? That's what we doing? Bench BA. We might as well play Wolfolk. Boy, we five games in, bro. Five. The season's still wide open. Yes, we two and three, but damn, you just going to be like bench five after five games? You know, they look the same. You got to let them go. Something's wrong with them. Look at them. Yes, B.A. mechanics are breaking down. Yes, I told y'all, when his feet down under him, he make bad throws. That screen, that little swing pass he threw to KT, I was like, yo, what type of throw is that, B? Like, lock in, bro. Lock in. We need you. Receivers, we need y'all to catch everything, good, bad, and different. We need you to catch it. I do want Lavelle to get more than four damn targets, though. I'm with Patty Hawk on that. Got to make a conscious effort to get that big fella the ball, put him in the slot some. He's a matchup nightmare. But, again, we got so many toys, we don't know what to do. What I want y'all to do this week, because I ain't, this, this, this recap is done. I'm done. Cause I'm really pissed off and I ain't trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm like really trying to be like professional and nice as Petty Hawk would say. We do got to find an identity on offense. We do have to understand that when we need a play, we could go to this play. Like every offense I played in, if we needed a play, we knew what play we was going to or plays or what individual we was going to. It just seemed like when we're in the red zone or when we're in third downs, like we don't either we don't have an idea or we just not really executing it like we should. And that's offensive defense. I feel like we know what we want to do. I really do. What we got to stop doing, though, we got to stop putting our safeties on the island or safeties. Y'all got to start. But you need better eyes like Lex. When you got beat on that on that. And you know that because I, I saw your body language after the touchdown, you knew what messed you up. But I'm just saying, y'all got to get better at y'all coverage, man, with y'all feet. Your feet and your eyes. You're in good position, but you peek. Why are you peeking? That's your man. If you're going to peek, get close to him. Control him first before you look back. If you, ain't in, if you ain't in the vicinity of him, you can't look back. That's why I always tell people, don't look back unless you're close to the receiver because the ball ain't coming to you. So why are you looking back? Not saying in that in that instance, that instance they hit you with the screen and go, but still, it's no need, it's no need to fake. I mean, no, no need to look back. So this game was bad. This 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 film was tough. I would I I hope they ain't even watched this film with the players. I just hope they say, yo, y'all play like some trash can juice, we're gonna get better. If you get mad, good. Get better. Get pissed off for greatness. Another thing, 
Can we stop saying we got potential, man? I'm gonna read a quote to you for, for from my man Eric Thomas in his new book, You Owe Me. He says, You cannot afford to live in potential for the rest of your life. At some point, you have to unleash the potential and make your move. The hell is potential unless you put responsibility on the potential. So yeah, we potentially we can have a very good offense, but we gotta make a move. There's five games now. Okay? You gotta make a move. Like real talk, we live in a society of, of of being impatient. You're not allowed to grow. You're not allowed to work through situations. You're supposed to shape up quick or you get shipped out. It ain't fair. It really is not. It's really not fair. Five games in as a head coach, he two and three, and everybody like, oh, my God, get him out of here. We miss Bronco. Y'all was just cursing Bronco up to the heavens, calling him a quitter. Like which one is we we can't have it both ways, bro. You can't you can't get mad at folks who hold your feet to the fire when you when they come back. We're like, whoa, wait a minute. A couple months ago, you were just saying this. Now you you, you really? Because I know goodness well this team if this team run off three or four straight games, they run off four games and they six and three bowl eligible. I'm gonna check your temperature. They lose four straight. We know what your temperature going to be. We know you're going to be hot, pissed off, appalled. But I just couldn't, I couldn't do X and O's this, this episode, man. I really couldn't. Mike, salute to the fan base, man. I, I really do appreciate the fan base for supporting and, and, and wanting the who's to be successful. Um, I don't fault folks for, for getting, you know, being emotional because you emotionally invested. But we all got a responsibility in what we like. Everything I say, get critiqued. People respond to every little thing that I say, every little thing that I tweet. So what's the difference between me and you? Like we, we all just human. We all on social media. I'm just behind the mic. You behind the keyboard. So when I respond to folks, they be like, oh, I can't believe you said that. Like, what? I'm human like you, bro. I, I, I don't look at myself at, at a higher standard than nobody else, even though people say you should. What, for what? We the same. We love the who's. In this realm, we all love the who's. I ain't no damn expert. I love the who's just like you. But I'm going to support this. I'm going to support this staff. I'm going to support these players. Yes, I can say they did things wrong in a tasteful manner to continue to build them up. I don't have to tear them down. I had a dude come on my thing talking about you got to lose the mentality. Man, that dude's a sucker. That's all. He's a straight sucker behind the keyboard. I use that mentality with my own approach with wins and losses. And I'm far from a loser. And if he think I'm a loser, we could square up on the field and see who win. We could play checkers and see who win. Because he's going to realize I'm one of the most competitive individuals ever. But I'm not to channel it in an appropriate manner. to be like, I don't have to say, oh, Coach Elliot, y'all soft. Just because he do things differently than me. Like, everything that I did ain't the right thing to do. Like, everybody do things differently in order to be successful. I know as a podcaster, I'm supposed to be very critical. I'm not, like, overly critical. I like to critique things. And help people better see what's going on. But as far as being a critic, nah. Because I know how it is when somebody's very critical of me, I get defensive. 
So it's like, hmm, let me not approach them the way that I don't want to be approached. I ain't going to sit over here and just kill Coach Elliott. I don't mind that Coach Elliott is animated on the sideline. He should be. You win a competition. You're trying to win. If all you've been teaching and preaching, not going the way that you taught and you know they know better, you're going to get animated. If your child does something, you raise your voice so they can better hear you and better pay attention to you. We all raise our voices at folks when we feel like we are not being heard. You do something for them to finally lock in to what you're saying. So for some, for that dude, man, the sucker that I'm talking about that came at me, that ended up blocking because he went at Coach Wilson in a, you know, tasteless manner. Some of these keyboard warriors is, is a piece of work. Amazing. Just amazing. You are an amazing human being. You know that? Amazing. Two and three going against Louisville. Last year, we barely won. We was three and two going to Louisville. So this year, we two and three Louisville coming to us. After five games, we understood that sooner or later, the defense wasn't going to be playing at the level that they had been playing with the previous four games. Yesterday, Duke did their job. Duke, your well-coached football team, had a very good game plan. Tip my hat to you. I was impressed just watching the film like, man, Duke was setting some stuff up. They understand their strength and their weaknesses. They play within their strengths. They really do. Salute to them. It's a new coach, new regime. Salute to them. They hit that curve earlier than we have. But what, what happens if we still end up with a way better record than them? Yeah, they beat us by 21. But it's a marathon on a sprint, bro. Like, I can't, man. Because I've seen teams start real high and then fizzle out. And I've seen, ta- seen teams start slow and pick it up. And then you've seen teams start slow and stay slow. But we had a fork in a row. Two-game losing streak. Ain't won a game on the road, but we playing back at home. You got to protect your house regardless. Regardless of who you play. I like what Coach said, we got to stop looking at the name of the team, the conditions which we play in, the time that we play, the jerseys that we wear. You can't let all that control how you going to play. I know they look good, feel good, play good. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Pal, better play. You get out what you put in. You better start prepping on that field. So when you play, it's just instinct. It's just reaction. You got to continue to prepare better. Smarter. Now, you can't keep doing the same thing. That's insanity. You got to prepare smarter. Be prepared for every situation. And stop trying to win after the whistle. You don't win nothing after the whistle but a trip to the sideline besides your head coach if you don't do what you're supposed to do. Fumbles, block putting like special teams. We got to be more special. That third phase, we got to do better. But offensively, we need an identity, bro. And I feel like I know this is strange to hear. We can run the football. Like old school running the football. I think y'all could get up there with this offensive line they don't think is strong. Them, them dudes get nasty when they couldn't run the football. Now, they, now it's a couple of times we miss some assignments. People realizing they could just slant off the edge now. Cause we just we pass up the same jersey. We got to stop doing that. And I don't know the blocking assignment, so don't. I ain't no expert when it comes to offensive line, but gotta be more. We just gotta. We you gotta be consistent, bro. 
expectations onto you now. When you have record-breaking years, now expectations, that's the difference between good and great. The great ones live up to the expectations. Ain't no potential. It's what you are and what you're not. Live up to what you are. Forget the potential. What's potential? Everybody got a potential to do something. So that's it, man. That's all I got. Good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't do what you set your mind out to do, man. Wahoo, wah, to I D-I-E. I'm here. Going to support the team. Everything ain't rose gutter glass just because somebody's not overly critical. You don't have to be saying expletives and, and tearing down the staff or the players to get your point across. Yes, we got to get better. Um, yes, guys got to be more physical consistently every day in and day out, every time they step on the field. And you got to live up to the billing. My expectation for you should always be on display because you're that special. That special. Embrace it, man. Embrace the expectations. That's saying something. When people don't expect that from you, you are no one. But when people start to expect great things from you, you are great. That's why they expect it from you. I don't know what to tell Brendan, man. I really don't. People say, oh, what would you tell B.A.? Nothing. I love you, man. I'm here for you. You got this. I can't play for you. Ain't no way I could play for you. I ain't no damn high-level quarterback like you. Hell, I won't even know all ACC performing here. I was honorable mention my last year. I got consideration. So who am I to tell a dude of that caliber what to do? There's levels to this. I ain't know his level when it comes to that. That's why I don't, hey, look, man, that's just me. What would I tell Coach Elliott? I'm not a head coach. I can't tell Coach Elliott nothing, bro. All I got to do is say I love you, man. I appreciate you for taking this job and, and, and taking this program and trying to elevate it from the level that Bronco had it and the level that Mike had it, the level that Al had it, the level that George had it at. That's it. You and your staff. Appreciate you. I'm going to be right here. I'm going to be a resource. One thing I ain't going to do, I ain't going to waver. I ain't going to waver. I'm going to keep saying, yo, we fighting. I'm right here. I'm in a foxhole with you. We getting punched in the face right now. We might need to, we might need to stand an A count, but we ain't stopping the fight. We're going to keep going. Ain't no damn offense sooner or later. The offense better start this Louisville game. That's what I'm going to say. Ain't no sooner or later. No, now. Get it together. Because y'all can. It's there. Get it together. Execute. Put that onus on yourself. Nah, dog. Start now. We getting it together. I know everybody was teasing North Carolina not to be blasphemous. They had like another uh, players only defensive meeting and people was teasing. Oh, look at Carolina. <laughs> had another defensive meeting. This Beat the hell out of Tech. That one ain't the same defense I had saw in the year. So we can't laugh at other people. We got patches ourselves. Yeah, Virginia Tech got beat to death by North Carolina. But then we got beat to death by another North Carolina team in Duke. Eight minutes away. Eight miles away. Whatever you want to. Whatever it is. Misery Love Company. I guess we happy they got the same record as us though, huh? Hell no. Gonna get it together. Coming back to Scott. Noon versus Louisville, man. This is This is the recap. This is Petty Hawk a little. Uh, this is Petty Hawk talking with a little bit of ball hawk because it's nice.
But that's it, man. Y'all be blessed. Appreciate y'all. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share. And uh, enjoy these next couple of days because uh, Saturday we're going to be fighting again, fighting for a victory because that's what we do. Get up. Keep fighting. Quit, never. Waver, never. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.